Every company has one. The place where the hats with the wrong logo are hidden from sight. The empty office where the bags that miss the event date are banished. The storage room where the shirts with the smeared imprints are entombed. It's called the Closet of Shame. And every promotional products distributor has a story about making an unwanted contribution. In this podcast, those stories will be shared and the impact on the client relationship will be explored. The Closet of Shame is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's your host, Bill Petrie. And welcome to this episode of The Closet of Shame, the podcast where we talk about what goes bad in promo and how we resolve it with our clients. I'm your host, Bill Petrie, with Promo Corner. And as always, I always like to begin by starting off thanking our supplier, uh, a supplier, actually was called a sponsor, sponsor supplier. In this case, the sponsor is a supplier, and it's the good people at Bay State. They have a $50 self-promo catalog offer. I've talked about it over the past few episodes. Their entire catalog is broken down into $50 self-promo offers for a one-color imprint and a free PDF proof. So it might be 75 car coasters for 50 bucks. It might be 120 ice scrapers for 50 bucks. It might be 27 pizza cutters for 50 bucks. But the bottom line is it's $50 for you, uh, $50 of merchandise for you to promote, promote your business to your clients. And really, that's what we do poorly as an industry. We, we don't do a good job of using our own products to support and promote our own businesses. So go ahead and go to baystate.com. Check that out. Look at those $50 self-promo catalog specials. Now, I always have a guest with me on this podcast, and I'm really excited to have a friend of mine and someone I know pretty well in Patrick Black from Perfect Imprints. Patrick has been in the promo industry just about as long as I have, which means he's old like me, except he's not as old as me. Uh, But he's been in the promo industry for 18 years. What's interesting about Patrick and his business model, and I'm sure we'll touch on that, he's not your typical distributor. He is almost 100% online-based, so his revenue comes through the Internet. And interestingly enough, he got started in the industry by buying a very simple, and very ugly website, uh, e-commerce website, 1999. So, Patrick, welcome to the Closet of Shame podcast. Oh, well, thank you, Bill. Thanks for having me. Hey, I'm absolutely thrilled to have you. He's also a Promo Kitchen chef with me. I would be remiss if I didn't mention that. So, how ugly was that website when you bought it? I got to know. Well, I'll have to show you some screenshots sometime, but it was hideous. I, you know, it's, it's one of those things you look back on and, and you say to yourself, what was I thinking? Uh, right. You know, kind of like some of your haircuts back in the 80s. Uh, yes. Well, back, that's when I had hair. True. No, totally get it. Totally get it. So I, I always like to tee it up. So the closet of shame, that we, what we like to talk about here is when promo goes wrong, um, there's a point where a client orders product. And at the other end is when the product is delivered. And there's about 875 opportunities for failure between those two points. And I always like to have the the conversation, what happens when the promo goes wrong? How do we work with the client to try to save that client and and those type of things? So tell me and our audience a time when you uh, did some promo that went horribly awry. All right, Bill. Well, I'm going to tell you a story that has stuck. I I like stories. Okay, great. This is one that has stuck with me throughout my whole career within the promotional products industry. So I I was still green in the industry. I was probably a year and a half, maybe two years in. So we're talking about 2001. 
Okay. And I get a call from a prospect at the Boy Scouts of America, and okay. they want 5,000 stadium cushions for their annual conference. So right. at this point, you know. It's a good size order for Absolutely. You. At that point, I'm calculating the numbers. I'm getting excited. That's going to be the biggest order I've ever done at the time. Oh, wow. So, you know, I, I, I got a little tunnel vision. Sure. Well, it's, it's one of those things we as salespeople can be really good at spending the commissions and the profits before we've actually made the sale. Yeah. And before the client's paid. Absolutely. So my focus was let's get this order in. Let's get it to them by their deadline. And all is going to be good, right? Right. Nothing could possibly go wrong. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. So this is a case that it, it this had nothing to do with the supplier. So this was just a case Uh-oh. that I did not ask questions about why they're using this item, what their intentions were, who the item is going to, uh, you know, questions like that that we should be finding out. And so I, I remember the item well. It, it was a 12-inch by 12-inch by 1-inch thick vinyl-covered stadium seat cushion. Just okay, to, pretty, pretty, standard, pretty standard product, Absolutely. Right? It's still a, a cushion that I sell a lot of to this day. And so they, they wanted the Boy Scouts of America logo, on there, mm-hmm. we everything with the transaction was just smooth sailing. The items arrived on time. The print looked amazing. But I get a call from this client, Uh-oh. and he says, "Patrick, I got the cushions, and they are way too thin." And I say, "What? Oh no! What do you mean they're too thin? Did they not send you the right product? They should be an inch thick." He said, "Yes, they're an inch thick." That's not even enough cushion to, to even feel when you sit on it. And he said, not to mention, they're only 12 inches wide. Oh, no. <laughs> and so at that point, I wanted to say, well, I mean, how big are the butts that are going to be sitting on this? Right. I about to say that that, that would indicate some fairly large derrieres uh, in that group. Right. You know, give me an idea of butt size before you order seat cushions. <laughs> You know, and when you enter the promotional products industry, you really don't think you need to ask about butt size, do you? No, it's not a question that's top of mind initially, but after a, initially, but now after a lesson <laughs> like this, I always ask about butt size. Send me a photo from multiple angles. Right. You're right. So they got 5,000 of the product that they had ordered. They'd signed off on the proof. The, the imprint looked good. But they were not happy, obviously, with the thickness or the width of said seat cushion absolutely and so what was their temperature level i mean they have obviously a big event coming up these there's five thousand of them what was their irritation level at the point where they told you hey this is not really what we're hoping for oh he he was he was calm but but very direct and saying to me that these will not work we cannot give these out what are you going to do about it and here we're two to three days yeah we're two to three days yeah i was like Okay, so I was about to ask that. So you're a couple, let's say, three days from the event. Is yeah, that, that fair? That three sounds days about from the right. Event. What was what feeling did you have as you're listening to him on the phone? I'm sure you had a pit in your stomach, and and your mind was probably saying various things like "Oh shit!" But what what did you feel? Oh well, I uh, you know I threw up in my mouth a little bit, you know, thinking about <laughs> because I had I had already collected money, and right, I knew if this went awry that I was going to have to give that money back. And I knew it wasn't the supplier's fault, so they don't take the product back. I just eat 
Yeah, that that was about 12, 13 grand. Yeah. Well, and even if it was the supplier's quote unquote fault, from Boy Scouts of America perspective, it's your Absolutely. fault. Absolutely. So doesn't doesn't really matter at that point. But knowing that you don't have a supplier to work with together to solve the problem, that's a tough pill to swallow when you know it's the guy in the mirror. It was, and and especially being that this is my biggest order ever at the time, and I was so oh excited gosh. before, and, and then this happens, and, you know, it's a sick feeling. All right, so you got off the phone with the guy. I assume you told him some variation of, okay, let me figure this out, and I'll get back to you. Was that about the long and the That's short about it? right. That's about right. So what did you do? I will now shut up. What did you do? Okay, so— you know, obviously, what's the first thing that we do when someone's unhappy? We we try to offer a little discount, right? Uh, right. Make them want to keep that product at a discounted price. We don't lose our shirt. Right. Everything's good. So, obviously, I offered that, and you know, I offered. Do you remember? Do you remember what you offered? I, I don't, and I think over the course of that day or the next day, we, I offered several different variations that, which, you know, gradually more and more. Do you remember how high you went? <laughs> Do you remember how high oh, you I went? Oh, I went as low as 50% for sure. And he, he was just okay. adamant that these will not work. These will not work. It's not about the money. It's, it's about my ass is not fitting on the seat That's cushion. That's <laughs> right. We're about to eat some, some good cake and cookies and have all kinds of things at this event. And Asses are going to get bigger at the event. Yeah, that's unfortunate. So, okay. So he's not buying the discount. Now what do you do? And you're running out of time, by I, the way. I, that's, that's the other part. You're running out of well, time. Well, yeah. These, I believe these shipped to New York, and they went from Texas. So that's, that's three days right there by ground. Okay. And 5,000 cushions, you, you can't air freight that. That's just— No. Well, you could. Yeah, but you'd be out of business. It would, it would add a lot more uh, financial insult to the financial injury. Absolutely. So— so the short of the story is I I had nothing to offer him except a full refund. Mm-hmm. And typically when you offer a refund for something like that, you're going to pick up the product, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I did the math and 1000 bucks delivery. I'm already out. What? I don't know, 9, 10 grand or Right. I'm not going to pay $1000 to bring these back to me and then what am I going to do with 5000 cushions with the Boy Scout? logo on there right right so i didn't do anything i just let him keep them so you go back and forth with it i just want to make sure i understand so we get the story right because this this is uh this is heartbreaking as as a promo guy patrick this is heartbreaking because you're 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 painted in a corner you don't have a ton of options doing the best you can offering discounts that's not going to work so you say hey basically i'm I'm eating the order i'm going to refund your money which is the right thing to do right as a business owner it's the right thing to do as much as it stinks but then how how did he take it when you basically said hey there's nothing i can do i'm crediting you the order but i can't get you more seat cushions obviously he was not happy he he was not getting <laughs> the product that he wanted uh right. and you know other than that there's there's just nothing else you could do. I, I looked for other suppliers near that mm-hmm. area that could do it really quickly, but it, it just wasn't happening. There were there were no other options that I could find to make his event date. So, so the so he ended up having to deal with five thousand sea cushions. Do you know what they ended up doing with them? I don't. I never talked to the guy again after this. Uh, I was about to I, I was about to ask, did you retain the client? But I have a feeling you I, didn't. I did not. Yeah, that's one of those that I just didn't keep for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> but my 
what I suspect is he used the cushions and they were fine and no one knew the difference. Right, and he got a free yeah, order. So, so asses lopped off a little bit, maybe an inch on each side. I, I don't know how big they they were. Yeah, but he got a deal in the end. Um, it, you know, but still, he wasn't happy. It could have been a client that I could have retained and done this order annually, and right, and still had to this day because I actually have some orders from back then that are bigger size orders that I still do to this day. Right, and this could have been one of them if I would have just so, asked the right questions. If the Patrick Black of 2018 could go back to the Patrick Black of 2002 or three, whenever this order was, what would you tell him before the, he took the order? Well, one thing that I ask, especially with products that I really know well, like this one, mm-hmm. I ask them if they have time for a sample. Of course. No, and that's a great that's a great one, right? Because you didn't get him a sample. Uh, absolutely. There was time. no time. He he called. This was a last minute order. Kind of rushed the job. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't time for a sample, and that's that's kind of my go-to now with the product, especially if I know, and you know how everybody wants a retail brand quality, but they want the promotional right. pricing, and then they're disappointed when they, they get their product and the quality is lower than that retail brand. Right. So I always try to push a sample, a physical sample when I can, mm-hmm. and that way. Now, let's say there's, let's, let's say the time is compressed. And that you don't have time for a sample going back and forth. What do you do at that point? Do you just say, hey, I'm not going to deal with this order. It's just too many opportunities for a pitfall. Or do you basically educate them and say, hey, uh, you know, understand that you may not be satisfied with the final product because, you know, you, you didn't get a, not that you would say it exactly like that. But you know what I mean? I mean, how do you handle that when you know that there's a potential that they're going to be disappointed and you're up against a clock? Well, I, I, what I'm going to do is manage expectations. And that's what I, I beat into the head of my staff is, is manage those expectations, find out what their perception of this product is, find out why they're getting this product, who they're giving it to, what they're using it for specifically. And that mm-hmm. way we can offer some suggestions to, toward other products, or we can say, I personally don't like this product and this is why. Right. Well, you know, and you, you hit on something I think is important, and I always like there to be some takeaways for you know the people listening to the podcast. Is to, and it's something that I think a lot of salespeople in the industry don't really think about doing, and if they do think about, it, they don't do it well, which is manage expectations. Um, you know, we want we're, we're in this last minute marketing business, and as salespeople, we want to say yes. I love saying yes. I don't want to say no. But sometimes your best friend is, hey, understand that you're you're getting a promotional product here. The quality may not be retail. That's right. And if the price is too good to be true, there there's some reason why that price is so low. No question. No question. If it's too good to be true, it probably is. So let me ask you this, Patrick. Um, and, and that's a tough story. Uh, financially, I'm sure. Uh, you Did you have kids at that point? I, I did. You I did have kids, yes. I was about to say, yeah, so now you've got, you know, that's a tough right. one to even tell your family. Right? Hey, I was expecting to make X, and not only I not made X, I've had to give back Y. Uh, that's a tough Absolutely. one. Absolutely. We're not having dinner for the next three months. Yeah, I hope you guys like that's pork right. and beans because that's uh, that's about what we're eating. So, what's the one piece of advice you would give a distributor who just screwed up an order, and whether it was their fault or the supplier, it really doesn't matter, right? At the end of the day, they're the one who's have to 
be that point of contact for responsibility. What's the one piece of advice you would give a distributor who just screwed up an order and they're really trying to save the client? Well, number one, don't point fingers. You have to take responsibility. And I have so many clients to this day that I took responsibility for a screw up on my end, or I took the blame for a supplier screw up. I made it right. I was able to overnight the new product right. or whatever may have happened, but I was able to fix the situation, take that responsibility. And they don't even remember those times. They remember the good. Right. Uh, and, I, and that's a great, great point. You know, not pointing fingers because we know that there's a delicate ballet behind us as, as distributors of how the product gets decorated and sourced and all that. And a lot of things have to go right for that to work. If something goes wrong, the end is your client. They don't care. I just want my stuff. I don't care what happened. I just want my stuff. That's right. They don't even understand. Not all of them understand the dynamics no. of the industry and supplier, distributor. No, I agree. And I think the distributors who do point fingers, and I know there are some out there, they don't understand really the dynamic of how the true partnership of a supplier and distributor works. They'll throw around the term partner, uh, I agree. but I'm not sure they really understand it. So let me ask you this. I, I always like to wrap up a great story. First of all, great story, very transparent, because no one likes to admit that they, you know, at the end of the day, they're the ones who screwed up. So thank you for uh, being uh, super transparent on this. I, I really appreciate it. What would you never sell a client from a, uh, what, what product would you never, ever want to sell a client because you know it would end up in their closet of shame? You know it's just not going to work out. Oh, wow. Tough question. What would I never, never it sell is. a customer? Hmm. And I, I don't know that I have an answer off the top of my head right now. I, I've got one for okay, you. Okay, let me hear it because I need some help. So I'll, I, I, that's what, no, no, it's good. It's just conversation. Um, I've had in my distributor life, I'm, now I'm a service provider, but in my distributor past, I've had two customers mm. that thought it would be fun to get logoed condoms. And from a comedy perspective, that's some funny stuff. From a real, real world perspective, I don't think I want my logo on a condom. No, I, I wouldn't either. In, in the other one, I always, in the other one, I came up with, and believe it or not, and I had worked with some beverage companies with shot glasses. I, I never, I, even though it was an alcohol brand, I always felt that you know, for whatever reason, shots to me. Um, really indicate one thing. I'm interested in getting screwed up tonight. I'm interested in getting just flat out snot slinging drunk. And I don't think you want that associated with your brand personally. Even if you're, even if you are a uh, alcohol beverage company, I don't think you want that association because the last thing you want to see is some guy uh, you know, being you know, a corpse being pulled out of a dorm room. And that's what I always thought about, a corpse being pulled out of a dorm room or a fraternity house and your logoed shot glasses in the background. So I, I always steered away from that. Well, I, I don't know if it's a good answer or not. You know, it, it's it, it's just my answer. So let me... But it, but it, it makes sense. It has rationale behind it. It, it. it is. And, you know, look, at the end of the day, the customer's right. And I, I always think... Uh, I think that it's our responsibility as promotional consultants to have that conversation and not just say yes. Too many distributors in our industry are so eager to say yes because, hey, I finally got an order. Or I've tried to get this 
you know, company to buy from me for months and they finally say yes, you, you want to just say yes, even though in the back of your head you think that's not the right product for this target audience at all. And I think that's when you really end up doing your client a huge disservice. Good advice. So again, I want to thank you, Patrick. That was a great story. Actually, that's of I've heard a lot of these stories recording these podcasts, and that's that's a really good one. That is a that's one you wouldn't think of. You know, as, as you were telling the story, I wouldn't have thought necessarily that there are different widths of uh, seat cushions. I, I figured there would be different thicknesses, but an inch sounds pretty good to me. That doesn't sound uncomfortable. But it's not. It's not. But now, if I'm going to buy seat cushions from Patrick Black, I have a feeling I'm going to be asked a lot of questions that make me slightly uncomfortable. But I'll have better promo in the end because of it. Indeed, you are going to get a lot of questions, and that's because of my own paranoia now. It, it, and did you see what I did there? Better promo in the end. Come on, that was that was so. Yes. Yes. I mean, that, that was platinum good, level broadcasting at its best, right there. Yeah, it was. Awesome. Patrick, I want to thank you again for being part of this broadcast. I also want to thank our good friends at Bay State. Remember, head over to baystate.com. They've got that $50 self-promo catalog offer. Things are broken down into $50 segments so you can find the right self-promo for you to market your unique identity to your target audience. Patrick, again, thank you so much for being part of this, and I look forward to catching up with you soon. My pleasure. Thank you, Bill. Thank you for listening to The Closet of Shame. The Closet of Shame is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing and media for the promotional products industry. 